Welcome to Weight Loss for Busy CRNA Moms. If you are a CRNA, a busy mom, or a busy CRNA mom, or a woman looking to permanently lose weight, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Brittany Kolb from Weight Loss by Brittany. I'm a busy CRNA mom and certified life and weight loss coach. And like you, I not so long ago struggled to lose the weight and keep it off. But once I shifted my mindset and learned how I could use my brain to reach my weight loss goals, everything changed. I was able to lose 40 pounds and knew I had to share the secret with others. I'm here to help you achieve your permanent weight loss goals by uncovering what might be holding you back. Let's get started. Hello again, friends. Um, If you are returning to this podcast, welcome back. And if you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm Brittany. I am a certified life and weight loss coach, and I'm also a practicing CRNA. And I help busy moms and women in healthcare do the deeper work necessary to end their battle with food and figure out their weight once and for all. It's what I absolutely love. I love coming here when I am inspired to share tools with you to help you just feel better. Because here is a little secret. I want you to know, just because you lose weight does not mean you're going to feel better. But really, conversely, instead, when you start feeling better, the weight is going to come off. And that's the piece of work that I love the most. I love helping people feel better in so many aspects of their lives. And the fact that they lose weight is just an added bonus. So in this episode, I wanted to share a realistic approach to self-care And this concept is going to build on another bigger concept and like a podcast bomb I'm going to drop on you in the next couple of weeks. But for now, I just want to start with this. Um, What I've come to figure out when it comes to self-care, and we've placed a lot of emphasis on being able to carve out significant amounts of time for ourselves to have to ourselves to do whatever it is that we want. And while I think that's incredibly important to carve out that time For so many of my clients in the season of the lives that they're in, being able to carve out like really large chunks of time on a daily basis to replenish yourself just really isn't readily available at this time. So like, what the fuck are we supposed to do about that? (laughs) Like for most of my clients who are working moms and have intense expectations on themselves, not only because of what society expects of them or what they believe they should do or how they need to be as mothers and all this bullshit we feed ourselves probably from like patriarchy or capitalism, all these beliefs that we hold on to and like don't even question, which is something we get into deeply in coaching. It's no wonder that we turn to food in those moments, right? Because when things are hard, because food is a break, food is an escape from the thoughts that we have about ourselves and like our things that we, you know, the the things that we believe about ourselves. Um, If you're eating You know, you can take a moment to regroup, get a dopamine hit, kind of replenish yourselves. Because when our entire world is devoted to like going to a job to earn money, raising humans, being a devoted and dedicated partner, it's no wonder we turn to food because it's like the only opportunity we have to quickly and efficiently give ourselves some sort of pleasure in the world that is so crazy, so busy, and places so many expectations on working mothers for so many of us is food. Like, you know, and like, and if you're listening to this podcast, just take a minute and think about that. Like, it's crazy. And I really don't blame us all for for turning to food. Not at all. Okay. So then what happens? So then you listen to me and you like read my stuff on social media and I tell you to eat when you are hungry. And all of a sudden you have this thought like, 
people without food? Like, and if I'm only eating when I'm hungry, like what else is there to look forward to? Like double fuck, right? So if food is your only source of daily reliable pleasure, and, and I say it's going to serve you in your weight loss to wait until you're hungry to eat, I cannot tell you how many of my clients are totally defeated when I tell you this because it's I'm truly taking away what they believe is the only pleasure that they have currently in their life. So really quickly, like reflecting on this, what are your thoughts on the idea that food might be your main source of pleasure? And after you've pondered that question, if food wasn't available as a reliable source of pleasure, what pleasure would you be left with? Um, Now I get pleasure from food. Do not get me wrong. I thoroughly enjoy all the food I eat. But in this process, I learned I had to learn to find pleasure outside of food, which was a totally cool, like foreign concept to me. So when I took food and booze away as the main source of pleasure, things were like weird for a bit. Like I didn't know who I was if I wasn't eating frosting or cookie dough or sneaking ice cream before my husband got home. I didn't know like how to relax or take a break or support myself without these false pleasures. And I was pretty lost, honestly. And instead of using that time to find other things that would bring me joy, instead, I started filling that time with like doing other things for other people, like making dinner and doing dishes and which actually ultimately ended up making me feel even more depleted, more worn down, more disconnected from myself. And while I wasn't eating, I still wasn't supporting myself and my true needs and what I was originally turning to food for. So then I started thinking about it. And if I'm like not constantly living to support other people and instead start doing something for myself, then like, what is it that I really want that makes me happy and brings me joy? And like, have you ever asked yourself that question? You know, I had one client where I asked her like, what brings you joy? What do you enjoy doing outside of being a mom and a wife and like a healthcare provider? And she really couldn't answer. And she'd become so disconnected from herself and her own desires that she couldn't even answer that question. And I I cried with her on that call because I remember that feeling so vividly. And it was the first step in her awareness so that she could help find herself again. Now, here's the thing. At first I thought, well, like, what did I do or like to do before I had a kid? And honestly, before I had a kid, the things that I used to do to like replenish myself and like have fun and bring me joy are really not energetically consistent with what I desire for myself now, which made it doubly difficult because I couldn't even lean on the things that I used to like. I had to kind of discover new things and new formulations that brought me true joy. So this for me is what I figured out. Like what brings me true joy and pleasure and gives me like a break and replenishes me Um instead of using food. So music has been really consistent throughout my whole life. I've always loved music and probably like my number one genre are like 2000s club bangers and EDM. So I love listening to music on full blast in my car, on the way to work, dancing like an idiot. Like it brings me so much joy. I also have my soul cycle bike, which I use like quarterly at this point. And, um, but I really enjoy doing that. Um, And even if I do get home and I have a few minutes to spare, 
I decide to tidy up and I like decide to tidy up the kitchen or start to prep dinner, I'll turn on music in the kitchen, like super loud and dance like I'm in college again. I've also learned to love podcasts. I never used to listen to podcasts, um, podcasts on parenting and self-development. Um, and while these can be like really thought provoking and almost exhausting sometimes, it's they're also really enjoyable to me and accessible when I'm on like my commute to and from work or if I'm on a break or something. Um, I've also learned to love being outside, especially like reading outside, for example. I like reading physical books, something I used to hate, probably PTSD from like nursing and anesthesia school, to be honest. But if I can snag 15 or 20 minutes and read outside before I have to delve into whatever responsibilities I have, I am such a happier person, much happier. If you follow me on social media, you know that I love gardening. I love, I really, I've always loved my perennial garden. Um, but recently I've really gotten into like vegetable and herb gardening and I have an arrow garden, which is like an indoor hydroponic garden. I could start a lot of seeds in there. I have my own seeds garden plot in my community garden and the community that I live in is so pro like vegetable and fruit gardening. It's like adorable. And we all share, like, we all like learn from each other and we share seeds and we share seedlings and we share harvest and it's like such a blast. But with that, I can come home, like take a peek at my little seedlings and like my arrow garden, like marvel at them and like water them and stuff. I can water my tomatoes and pluck off the suckers. I can like walk over to my garden and like weed a bit or harvest some strawberries or something. I can like observe my plants growing and just like being outside. It just, it fills me up. Totally fills me up. Again, these are all things that I had to discover on my own in this process. Um, and again, these things fill me up. They might sound horribly boring to you, but they fill my little cup. And now here's the thing, and probably the most important thing about all of this information. So often we reach for food, right? When we're not hungry, when we're at the end of our rope, because we can't take it anymore, because we're so depleted without anything else left to give. We reach for food to fill us up for a bit so we can keep moving forward, so we can make it through bedtime, for example. But here is the secret I have for you. Think of the little accessible things that bring you joy and natural pleasure and well-being, whatever version that is for you. And when you have the time you have to fill yourself up before you get to that breaking point, before you get to the point where you're in the pantry going for the Oreos, okay? Before you get to the point where you're eating the last couple bites of your kid's cupcake, okay? Before you get to the point where you're finishing off the mac and cheese, like you need, because that's your breaking point. That's when you're depleted. That's when you're like, I can't do anything anymore. I can't make another decision. I, I just, I, this is what I need. And what you need is to fill yourself up in other ways because you are so depleted, because you are so overworked, because you are being stretched in so many different directions, okay? Fill yourself up before you're completely broken down. So when you come home from your job, which most of you have, if you're listening to this podcast, I want you to take 15 minutes that you have and fill yourself up before you do anything else for anybody else. You do something that you want before you do the dishes, before you start prepping dinner, do something you want. Those dishes will be there when your kids get home and after they go to bed, but you are going to be a much happier, 
more pleasant, more present human being if your cup is filled. And if your kids have aftercare and you're feeling guilty, leaving them there for an extra 15 minutes, you can have your time. Like I said in the guilt podcast, any action taken from guilt creates anger and resentment. If it's not anger and resentment towards them, it's going to be anger and resentment towards you for not taking those 15 minutes just to breathe. Okay. Take your 15 minutes, 15, 20, 30, whatever it is. I'm saying 15 because often that's all I'm able to give myself. Um, realistically, you know, I'm still practicing CRNA and I have my coaching practice and, um, I don't, there's not a lot of time, but this tool has been a game changer, not only for me, but for so many of my clients, because they realized how much they were using food to bring them the only pleasure that they had in the day. And so we need to take those, take that time, whatever time, hopefully it's more than 15 minutes, please. I hope it's like way more than that, but take it, replenish yourself, show up for yourself and you will show up better for everybody. It'll just, everything will be better. People think like, oh, I need to like take all the time that I have to be with my kids. Like, Not necessarily. Like it's quality versus quantity. Took me a long time to figure that out. So this is also something that I do with my partner. We both know that like marathon weekends when we're don't have a lot of stuff going on, like we know we're going to want some time to ourselves And we plan this type of like fill yourself up before you break down time preemptively. So we think of what we would really like to do and we kind of converse. My husband might say like, hey, I really want to go for a run this weekend at some point. Like I'm going to do like a nine mile run and I I just need about an hour. I don't know. My husband runs really fast if you didn't know that. So he probably doesn't need that much time, but you know, he needs a little chunk of time to run and it's really important to him. And so that fills him up. We make it, we make sure it happens. We get it done. Same with me. Like I might want some time to read or meet with a coach or go to the garden or have coffee with a friend, like kid free. And we make that happen so we can refuel our energy. Um, I think the reason that we have so much trouble with this idea is so deeply rooted. And like I said, I'm going to drop like a few big podcast bombs in the next few weeks. So just stay tuned. But for now, I really just want you to consider giving this approach to self-care a try and to try to find other things other than food that make you happy. Um, all right. Guys, thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast and the content in this podcast, if you could share it with a friend that I really enjoy the content. And if you could kindly leave me a review, I would really appreciate it. Um, I think this podcast is really my main platform to give you guys solid information to help you with your weight loss goals. And as you can see, weight loss goes way deeper and well beyond like the food you eat. It is so much deeper than that. So if you are looking to gain more in-depth help and want someone to help guide you through this process, like I am here for you. Um, you can check out my website. I'll put it in the show notes to get more information about my intimate group coaching program. My next group is probably going to start in the middle of July. Um, it's already filling up. I only have three spots left. So if you are ready, let's do this. I got you. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Weight Loss for Busy CRNA Moms. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on our upcoming episodes. And 
If you like what I shared today, you should also check out weightlossbybrittany.com for even more great weight loss tips, some of my favorite recipes and mindset tools that I use to lose 40 pounds. Once there, you can also book a free consultation with me, Brittany Kolb, your certified life and weight loss coach. <laughs>